Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to This Is Different by Quincy, a.k.a. Q2K. Before the podcast gets started, I just want to go ahead and give a message to everyone on why I have been a little choppy with the uploads. I know the schedule has been stated as Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but I have been going through a lot of mental problems And I just want to address it here to let people know that we are back to our regularly scheduled program. And this is a shout out to anybody who is dealing with mental stress or mental problems. I want you to know that you are not alone. We hear you and I am definitely with you on your side. So I had a lot of time to reflect and realize what I've done wrong and how I felt with others treating me and how I treat others. So I wanted to just clarify that and let people know why I haven't been uploading as frequently for you guys, but I will let you know the Freestyle Friday podcast will be back up and running with a whole new set of people. So definitely stay on the lookout for that. I will definitely be posting on Instagram. If you're not following me there, I'll have it linked in the description of this podcast, the Q2K on instagram twitter and everything else i'll definitely be posting letting people know who wants to be featured on the freestyle podcast so enough rambling let's get into the show ladies and gentlemen welcome back to this is different let's get into it Ladies and gentlemen, something nice and calm, nice and mellow for the Monday podcast, which means the sports, ladies and gentlemen. We just finished watching some game Sunday. Game happening now. If you're on the East Coast, the game is still going on right now. It's the Chiefs and the Raiders. But, ladies and gentlemen, I have a lot of things to talk to you today, especially when it concerns football. We have a bunch of injuries going around. So, is that a concern for helmets and padding, things like that? Bronny signs with Nike. Who didn't see this coming? Preseason of basketball just started. Let's pay attention to that. The Eagles are 5 and 0. Oh, is Josh Allen the best QB? And the Draymond Green punch, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is sponsored by my new single that I just dropped called Talk. It is available on all platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever that you download your music, it is live now. Please go show love, download, share it, and definitely get it trending. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my first single. EP is on the way. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. We are here. We are here. Monday podcast, man. I want to just take a second real quick to just thank everybody who has been listening. I've been checking the stats and I see there's a lot of you guys out there. So shout out to all of you from places from North Carolina to Texas to New York to Florida. Shout out to everybody listening and enjoying the podcast. So what do we have to talk about, ladies and gentlemen? Well, we got a lot to talk about. I just want to start off right now saying football is it's, it's here now because there's some things that I didn't think I would say or things I would be able to see. It's a great, great, great season, ladies and gentlemen. A great season. Now, I want to just get into how the Eagles 
are the only undefeated team right now. 5-0, they just beat the Cardinals by three, so it was a dogfight, but it was a low-scoring game, 20-17. Nothing too crazy. Jalen Hurts has been showing off non-stop. So for all the Eagles fans out there, this is a shout-out to you guys because your team is looking great. Defense-wise, offense-wise, everything is clicking and everything looks great. So, the Eagles being 5-0 was not a fluke, ladies and gentlemen. That team is built from the ground up, from the defense to the offense to the coaching staff. They know what they're doing. Is the Eagles going back to the bowl? I don't know, but I feel like this is a playoff lock for sure. 5-0, people are hating it just because they're saying they're having a very, very easy schedule. Excuse me. But even with that being said, you still have to show up day in and day out. Anything can happen on a certain day, man. Anything can happen. The worst team can beat the best team. You know what I mean? And perfect cases, you look at some teams like the Lions and the Jaguars where they were cooking and you're like, whoa, they beat them? It can happen to anybody, man. So shout out to the Eagles being 5-0. I wanted to say that. Now, I want to address this now sooner than later because I feel like we have to really look at the league as a whole for this one. So, as you guys may have seen, I'm a little late on it, but I had to touch on it for this sports podcast. Tua Taganova or something like that. Uh, sorry, I butchered the name. But Tua from the Dolphins, the quarterback, got injured. And I, I don't like to make fun of injuries, but the memes are already rolling in. You know, people saying he throwing up gang signs, west side, east side. I said, oh, man, this is... This is crazy, <laughs> but it's not a funny matter when you actually look at the backstory and everything like that. So let's talk about it. So Tua first got injured in, I want to say it was the Bills game. I want to say it was against the Bills where he first got injured and he got up and, you know, he's shaking it off a little bit, but then he fell right back down. So when concerns like that, that's always brain injuries type thing. It's not really wobbly legs, you know, because he shook his head. So it's like, okay, he's shaking up a little bit. And then falling right down, that always leads to major concerns. So people look at him, you know, take him out, whatever. And I believe he finished the game or didn't. It was it was crazy. It was just a whole bunch of mess over there. And I didn't really want to see it because looking at it for, as a viewer, I'm looking at it like, yo, my man's probably has a concussion. And we're thinking about putting him back, back in the game to finish. Or, you know, you guys are saying he's okay. And he ends up getting medically cleared by the doctor, right, to go back and play. So he goes the next week, you know what I mean, to go play the game and ends up getting hurt again. Now, everybody blames the doctor, number one. The doctor should have never cleared him. What is he doing? Blah, blah, blah. He's going to get fired. This is going to be crazy. And I believe the doctor ended up getting fired or got fined. I want to say fine, though. But we saw that happen. But we have to also hold the Dolphins organization responsible because if someone has a concussion and you know it was a concussion, you could tell, you see the signs, everything like that. Evaluation's cool. He should not be back on the field for a week. Give him a week to really let his body relax and recover from that. You can't just throw him in right back into a game. So I felt like it was kind of like, whoa, shocking a little bit that they threw him right back in the game after that. But like I said, we have to look at the actual organization as a whole to truly understand why they did that. What's going on behind closed doors. Now, 
it looks like Tua's okay, but seeing that injury live and actually seeing it is one of those things where it's like, whoa, we need to take a step back and really look at the NFL players. Because it seems right after that one, we started seeing many more injuries happen concussion-wise. People are getting hit harder. People are falling harder right in their heads. You know, Chris uh, Olaf, I want to say that was his name, last name. He plays for the same wide receiver rookie. He ended up getting slammed, boom, right on his head. And he just, like, stopped moving. And it took him a second. You know, he got shaken up. So it's like, whoa, that's two back-to-back. Then you look at the Bills game where uh, Trayman Edmonds, I want to say, the linebacker from the Bills, hit one of his teammates. And he was down. You know, they had to get the ambulance out for him. So I'm looking at, like, yo, there's a lot of people getting hit and injured and just flat out just hurt and it's making me question is it the helmets is it the pads is it the players what is it because now we're starting to get a lot of these injuries and it looks like concussion with will smith that's gonna be a hit again because all these are happening they're gonna make that movie number one again and you guys know you know every movie in the u.s is number one in the world every time it's it's gonna be number one (laughs) but on a serious note, yeah, man, the, the injuries in the league are starting to get kind of crazy. And I know, especially for people in fantasy, you know, I'm always talking fantasy because I'm getting smacked in one of my leagues. I'm like zero and five, but the rest I'm winning. But I looked at one of my teams where I was like three and one and I was like, OK, this could be a good game, you know, good week. I look at everybody. It's like seven players out. I'm like, yo, this is I don't even want to play fantasy at this point. How all do you guys hurt? Like. Someone please go take steroids or something. Like, I need points. But that's just insane to me. Insane to me. Now, speaking on football still, what else is insane to me? Josh Allen, ladies and gentlemen, might be the best QB in the league. I'm sorry. Let's just call it what it is. Josh Allen had about 200, 300 plus yards at the half. At the half, ladies and gentlemen. And he barely plays in the fourth. So imagine that he played the whole game. He was breaking the record. He had to. He finished that game with like 400 and four touchdowns. Gabe Davis opened up the game with a 98-yard touchdown. I forgot who they were playing, but it don't matter because the stats they put up were video gamish. All right? Like I said in fantasy, if you had Gabe Davis and Josh Allen, you had 60 points already by themselves. Them two was eaten. So Josh Allen is really showing us like, yo, I need MVP. And he deserves it at this point. Teams looking good. He's playing great. The defense is phenomenal. They shutting out people. They I, whoever they played. Okay, the score was like forty-eight to three. It was bad. It was really bad. Okay, I, I, something tells me it was the Bears. Something tells me it was the Bears. It may be, but I might be wrong. But dude, it was bad. It was a blowout. It was yeah. Josh Allen showed us. Yeah, he's the best QB in the league. I'm sorry. Now. I know Tom is still in the league. I know he is. But Tom gets special treatment. And the reason I say that is because he played the Falcons. Now, we all know how Tom is against the Falcons. You know, the blown lead and Tom winning his ring. Yeah. Okay. So, the Falcons rusher ends up tackling Tom Brady. And it's a normal, like, you know, swing around, tackle, boom, hit him to the ground. Now, right when Tom hits the ground, you know, the, the tackler gets up, you know, celebrate, and they throw a flat. So, we're thinking, okay, excessive taunting or holding. No, they called roughing the QB. Are we serious right now? 
roughing the passer. That's what we're calling. Now, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. I think Tom Brady might be the GOAT. And the reason I say might, I'm biased. I'm a Broncos fan. I think Peyton Manning is the greatest QB ever. But I'm biased. You know, shh. Now, like I said, with Tom Brady, we could arguably say he is the GOAT. Easy. Now, I feel like that's the treatment he gets. You know, he's a little bit old. He's a little bit more fragile. You know, he's the face of the league, whatever. So I felt like that roughing the passer call was kind of like, are you serious? All the QBs get slammed like that. And it wasn't even like it was one of those swinging rounds, like, boom. It was just like swinging around, and he's going to take you down, you know, momentum-wise. So am I with the majority saying that was a fluke or, you know, they're just helping Tom to go against these Falcons? I don't know. I don't know. But I do feel like that was kind of crazy. That was a crazy call. And I feel like that was just something that's makes you think. Like, everybody be saying, you know, the NFL's rigged. That right there, that would be a big one where people be like, okay, yeah, the, the game's rigged. We can't be making the NFL look rigged. Like, let people think that. You know, it adds to the, the authenticity. That was a big word right there. I need like 25 cents. 25 cents for every big word I use. <laughs> but enough about football. It's time to get into basketball, ladies and gentlemen, because I got some stuff for you guys in the basketball scene. Now, to start it off, let's look at Bronny, ladies and gentlemen, LeBron James Jr., okay? He ends up signing with Nike. Now, for most people, that's not a surprise. We knew that was going to happen. LeBron is pretty much the face of Nike at this point before Kobe, RIP. You know, Kobe was the face, if we really think about it, with the Kobe lineup. Then you have LeBron taking over, boom, right after. Of course, you got people like KD, Kyrie, things like that. But if you really look at, okay, Nike, who's the first couple people that come to your mind? It's Kobe and LeBron. Every time. Because you got LeBron's and you got Kobe's. Those two are like the most recognizable, noticeable players in shoes, okay? Now, with Bronny signing with Nike... Like I said, for most of us, it came as a no-brainer because his dad is the face of Nike. So it just makes sense that his son will follow suit. Now, I've always seen like the little, you know, choose one, choose which one would be the best for you. And it'll say something like, you know, um, you get a Nike contract, right? $200 million deal, wear all Nike shoes, but you can't wear any other shoes. You know, Jordan deal worth 150 mil. You get to design your own shoe, but you can't wear Jordans or something like that. It'll say like Puma, you know, 5% stake in the company, blah, 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 right? And you notice how people are so quick to go by brand. You know, a lot of people, when I, I forgot where it was on, it was on Instagram, Twitter, I'll have to find it again. But that was a really interesting post to see how people think. A lot of people go based off brand, which means... A lot of people are picking Nike and Jordan right away just because they want to wear the Jordan shoes. They want to wear the Nikes. They want to flex it. You know, Nike's a big name brand. Jordan's a big name brand. It's recognizable. But people weren't looking at Puma and Reebok and one, you know, Anta because the brand isn't recognizable as much. But the perks that come with it is way better than all the other brands. So I feel like it's like I said, it's a brand thing. If the brand is big and popping, people are definitely going to eat it up. People are going to love it. Now, with Bronny's case, we don't know if he had any other options lined up, which he probably did. But like I said, honestly, his dad's with Nike. It was probably pretty easy to sway him over there. Pretty easy to make him go over there. Now, me, 
If I get me a record or a record, if I get me a shoe deal, man, let me tell you, I'm picking the one that just has the most. How can I say legacy affecting deal? Meaning I don't want to sign with Nike and it's just two hundred million dollars a year for five years when Reebok can hit me with something like a hundred mil lifetime. Whoa, that's a lifetime. You know, you don't always well, people don't understand with contracts, especially you don't always get to negotiate and get the same price that you got last time or get better. Sometimes they lower. It's just like with 2K. If people play 2K, you have incentives and all that. Y'all remember that? You got to get your contract and you pick your incentives. You try to counter offer. They say, yeah, we're pulling the, the contract from you. You doing too much. That's how a real contract is, though. So you might get that 200 mil for five years, but you try to renew it. Yeah, we're only going to do 100 mil this year and then we're going to cut you for off. But if you got the Reebok hundred mil for a lifetime, that's a lifetime. You're good. You don't have to worry about nothing else. You could you can live off of that for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I feel like sometimes when it comes to choosing these brands and companies, it's pretty much like a which one do I like the most type of deal. You know, because that's truly at the end of the day what it comes down to. Because I believe with these shoe deals, you can only wear their shoes and their merchandise because, let, for example, Nike, right? I know when LeBron went to the Drew League, right? He ended up covering up the Adidas logo or whatever logo it was, and he just ended up covering covering it. And that just shows people were saying that's just the loyalty. That's a loyalty to Nike. You know, he's loyal. He's loyal. No, it's contract clause. Let's just be real. It's a contract clause. Hey, you can't rep another brand while under under our umbrella. You know what I mean? So that's all it is. So with Bronny signing with Nike, like I said, this is going to be pretty big for him. This is going to be huge. Most likely he's going to have his own shoe. I don't know what they're going to call him. The Bronny Steppers, the Bronny Ones, the 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 the, the Sperm Ones, because people be saying <laughs> the lead jokes be killing me. You know what I mean? Uh, the first thing I saw was Lee endorsement. You know, Lee shoe deal. I, I'm telling you, y'all be killing me, man. Y'all be killing me. Now, let's keep talking now. Let's keep talking. I, I'm going to get to this one last. Let, let's talk about the prospects. Victor, Weminyama, and Scotty. Scotty. Scoot. Scoot. Okay. Victor and Scoot. Now, me saying those names. You're probably like, Scoot, Victor, who are these people? Victor Wamanyama, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm saying his last name correctly, I feel like I am. But if I'm not, I apologize. Victor is the number one prospect, okay? If you have not heard about him, where have you been when it comes to basketball? He's the number one prospect since LeBron, people, in hype, okay? He's the number one prospect since LeBron to be hyped up this much and saying he's going to be the best player in the league type deal. Let's explain why. Let's dig into it. Victor is seven foot four. He took a picture of Rudy Gobert, ladies and gentlemen, who was like seven foot one, seven foot two, and made him look like he was six foot. Victor is a tall dude with an eight foot wingspan, ladies and gentlemen. Eight feet wingspan. That's insane. And he's only 18, guys. At the time it was recorded, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, he's 18. I had to make sure because he I don't know his birthday. <laughs> but 18, ladies and gentlemen. He is from France, I believe. He's French. So he would be playing in Team World, I believe. And ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. 
the way that he moves, Jesus, Jesus. Like LeBron said, people in the league now are being called unicorns. And he said, Victor's just an alien. And that's real talk. Like, you, we've seen KD, a seven-footer who could dribble, do all that. But we never see someone seven-foot-four with a handle and a shot, pulling up off of fades, taking an ISO, being a point guard. What are you doing? That's not fair. How do you guard that? Okay? Now, I say that because I said in another podcast way back on a Freestyle Friday, I believe. If you're not listening to that, definitely tune in for it this week. All new guests. Now have a good time. Got to punch myself in there right there. But I said Giannis with a jump shot will not be unguardable. People keep saying if Giannis had a jump shot, he would be the most unguardable player in the league. No, he would not. You can still lock down people like that. You look at the best all-around players in the league, people like LeBron. You look at people like KD, Giannis still, Kawhi Leonard, PG. You look at these players, you can still guard them effectively. We've seen Giannis get slowed down. I want to say shut down, but we've seen him get slowed down. We've seen LeBron get slowed down. We've seen KD get slowed down. We've seen Kawhi, Steph, all these top players that people are saying. We've seen them get slowed down at some point. Okay? And for the KD Dick Riders who want to say he's the most unguardable player right now, the Celtics shut that down. For the people who say Giannis is the greatest player in the league, he didn't win the finals, so he got shut down. Yeah, he drops his 40 here and there. But he can't do it alone. And they ended up game planning for that. So for people to really understand what I'm talking about when I say this man, Victor, might really be unguardable. Like I said, imagine KD with a little bit more height and the confidence of Kobe. That's what we should say, the confidence. His confidence to do what he does is remarkable. It's remarkable. And... I feel like that's what's really going to set him apart from everybody else in this draft class because he's very confident that he could be great. He even said in one of his interviews or something, they were like, if, uh, what did he say? He said something like, if Scoot, no, no, he said, if I wasn't born, Scoot would definitely be number one. Whoa, that's, that's, that's some real shit right there. That threw me off for a loop. I said, whoa, like you saying, if you weren't born, then he would have been number one? That's crazy to say. Like, that's insane, dude. But, hey, I love it. I love it because he can't back it up. That's the thing with him. He can't back it up. Now, let's talk about the dude, Scoot. His name is Scoot. I do not know his last name. But, like I said, if you check out the draft class, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Victor's number one. Scoot's number two. Me, I I would pick Scoot number one just because Victor's too lengthy. He has to develop the muscle. But we've seen that workout with people like KD Christoph Porzingis, all those tall people, they have developed muscle, especially Giannis. Matter of fact, he's a perfect case of it. When he first entered the league, y'all, he was very, very, very skinny. He put on a lot of muscle. Now this man looked like he could move mountains. Okay. Now, Scoot, though, on the other hand, is very, very fluid with his moves. He's not scared to take it up on on the seven-footers. He's not scared to attack. He's not scared to shoot. Scoot has really been balling in the G League, okay? And that's the thing. They're both in the G League going to enter the draft, I believe, this year or next year. No, it has to be next year, yeah, because we're in preseason. I'm tripping. Yeah, next year, I believe, is the draft that they're going to be in, 2023. Yeah, the 2023 draft class. Now, like I said, these two right here are 1A, 1B type deal. You can see they're head and shoulders above everybody else. 
and they're ready to take the league by storm. Now, the league is a very different ball game, though, which people do not understand. High school is like your preliminaries. Like, this is your tryouts. College is the real thing. Like, yo, you ready? Like, let's do this. But it still ain't the real thing compared to NBA. So let's break it down even more. High school basketball, you make the high school basketball team, you're... How, how can, you're, you're playing on rookie right now. You're on rookie difficulty. You get to college, you just bumped up all the way to superstar. You know what I mean? This is the real deal. Then when you get to the NBA, this is this is the hardest it's ever going to be because what people don't understand, the skill level and the skill gaps between the NBA to, high, to college even, to high school, to anything else, dude, is very, very, very different. You could talk a lot of smack and say, Oh, if he if I was there, I would have I would have killed him. I would have cooked him. He can't lock me up. I would have locked him up. But you have to realize they will really do you dirty. Like they'll do sloppy out here. Like you don't understand that. These NBA players, like that's all they do. Like unlike you and me, me especially, I'm a part time hooper. I don't I don't hoop for real. Like I'm part time. Give you 24 hours a week type still. Okay, but for you even. If you even say, yeah, I, I hoop all the time in my local fitness gym, whatever. If you can't score all 12 and do it without missing, you're not making it to the league. You know what I mean? I say 12 because I'm an NC. NC players, we, we play to the 12. But I've also played in Florida where they played at 11, 15. You know, I played at different places where 16. First game, 21. Whoa. Okay. You know, I played all different places. Now, like I said, I'm part-time. Part-time. Now... <laughs> The, the league, like I said, man, it's a different beast. You can't just pick up a ball and think, I'm seven foot, I'm going to make it to the league. Yeah, you're going to look, you're going to get looked at. Definitely. You're going to get scouted. But if you can't put that ball in the rim, in the hoop, Kwame Brown part two. Now, if Kwame Brown, if you're somehow listening to this and you try to diss me, that's sad. That's pitiful. Please don't, don't do this to yourself. All right. Get what Arena's been cooking that ass. All right. Don't, don't get into this with me. Now, that's enough on that because he really might listen to this. Like, real talk. So, let's, let's get out of here with that. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, to wrap this podcast up, ladies, we're going we're going to talk about this. this. <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, I, there's no way to just, like, jump into it. I just got to go. Draymond Green punch Jordan Poole. Boom. That's the haymaker. That's the bomb. I'm going to add that sound effect in here. You guys would like that. If I just... We hear just an explosion when I drop the bombshell on one of the, on one of the topics. Like it don't even need to be the ending. It could be like in the middle or in, or in the beginning. It's just a big explosion. Like boom, the topic of the day. Like hey, I'll be coming up with ideas off the top. Nobody still there. I'm a patent that patent pending. All right, I call that the PP. All right, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. Now, <laughs> Draymond Green uh, punched Jordan Poole. Excuse me. Now, this right here was. Something that nobody, nobody expected to see. Because we always thought the Warriors locker room was tight. They were perfect. Everybody was cool. There was no arguments. Everything was the same. Because the way that they acted, the way that they played on the court, they just won a championship. So we're thinking everything's A-OK. Not really. So from what we know from the video I've seen, it's a little blurry, of course, obviously, but it looked like chatting was going back and forth. Most people were saying it's probably because 
Draymond Green is older. He's he's not worth a max contract. Jordan Peele's been filling Jordan Peele. Wow. Jordan Poole, ladies and gentlemen. Not Jordan Peele. He'll probably be on the court. You try to guard him. Nope. 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 You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if you didn't catch a joke, it was nope, the movie. Anyway, um, so Jordan Poole was showing off, you know, he's the young cat. He's the one that's going to get the max because he performed very, very, at a matter of fact, at a very, very high exceptional level, you know, in the playoffs and just through the regular season finals and all that. So that's what people are saying. It was just banter going back and forth. And Jordan Poole probably said something to Draymond that made him mad and Draymond pushed him. No, I think he got in his face first and Jordan pushed him first. I got I to gotta look at the it. All we know is that Draymond got upset, cocked that right hand back, and boom. Now, Jordan fell asleep. Let's 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 be real. Okay, he fell asleep. Now, when I say fell asleep, like, it's not your basic, like, fall asleep. This man was done for. He took a nap on the court. Now, listen to me. Like, when you just think about that, you're probably like, eh, he ain't really getting knocked out. When you watch this video, he hit the floor and was asleep for a couple seconds. Now, am I saying Draymond Green's got the, the best hands in the league? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying, if NBA don't work out, the heavyweight division needs some more fighters in boxing. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's all I'm saying. Because that right hand is deadly. That's a Deontay Wilder right. Like, he hit the hell out of him. Now, of course, you got the memes coming out. It's because the baddies were there. If the baddies were there, Jordan Poole was going stupid. He karate kicking, coming loud. Bah, 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 bah. You know what I mean? Little things. But I feel like now that Draymond did this, it's going to shift the dynamic of everything. Because recently he just came out and said he's going to leave the team for a extended period of time because he needs to heal from what he did. No. Jordan needs to heal from what you did. That That's what really needs to happen because you hit the hell out of this man. He fell asleep, Draymond. He fell asleep. He was not tired. You know what I mean? He was probably tired from the exercise and, and practice, but he wasn't tired to go to sleep. That's, that's, come on now, Draymond. Now, with that being said, now it's all about what are the Warriors going to do? Are they going to trade Draymond Green? Are they going to just let him sit the rest of the season, buy his contract out? What are they going to do? Because like I said, the Warriors don't feel like he's a, uh, a max player, you know? But he wants to go somewhere where he feels like he's a max contract player. What team's going to pick that up? You know, he's getting older, but he still has the defensive IQ and things like that. He can still pass. You know, people are saying the Miami Heat, because Jimmy Butler said that would be the best defensive team in the league. I won't even lie. That might really be because that, that's insane. You know, he uh, people are saying the Lakers, because we all know Draymond loves LeBron. You know, they both got the same um, agent. So it's like, okay, maybe. But we don't know where he's really going to end up at, wherever he ends up at, or if he stays with the team. We're going to see how it plays out this season. And like I said, with preseason happening, nothing really too crazy, but I did want to touch on it. Like I said, teams are looking good now. Anthony Davis is healthy, ladies and gentlemen. Clap it up for him. Donovan Mitchell looked good with the Cavs. Jamal Murray came back with the Nuggets. Shout out to my Denver, my Denver team. Michael Porter Jr. came back. They're looking nice. This season, I don't know who's going to win. People were saying Warriors back-to-back, but especially now with the Draymond Green situation, we don't know what that. People are saying Nets are the favorites, but we've seen how that happened, what it was, KD trying to cook, Kyrie trying to you know be there. We don't know for sure now. Suns, eh. 
Celtics, Bucks, who knows at this point. I don't even want to say Lakers because we got to really see how that's going to play out. Um, are they going to keep Westbrook? Or are they going to trade it for the Miles Turner and Buddy Hill trade? Who knows? But this season, especially for basketball preseason, is looking really, really good. Teams are looking ready to hoop. And I want to touch on one thing real quick. This is an off-subject thing. I just thought about it just now. This is an on-the-fly type thing. The bubble was the hardest game of basketball played. And I want to say that now because people make the bubble seem like it was not good basketball and they want to discredit LeBron for winning that ring. I don't know where this came from, but I, I want to say this real quick for a few seconds. The bubble was the hardest basketball being played because there was no traveling, so there's no jet lag. And I know what people are going to say. You travel for that much, you won't get jet lag. Yes, you will. You can still get jet lag. Come on now, stop. Okay? Number one, there's no jet lag. Number two, there's no, you know, uh, flight overs and stuff like that where you have to wait for one flight, you know, things like that. I call it a, that's a layover. That's what it's called. Okay? There's no layovers. You're not tired. You're in. Everybody's in the same place. Everybody's getting the same amount of rest pretty much unless you're out partying and doing all that. But everybody's sleeping the same, you know, same areas, things like that. And you're all hooping in the same place. Okay? There's no fans. So you can't say the fans are bothering you. They're, they're you know, booing you. They're cheering the other team too much. Just throwing you off your game. No. It was just regular pickup basketball. But everybody knew what it was for. It's for the NBA championship. So people are playing even harder because there's nobody there. It's regular pickup. It's just it's time to hoop. You see what I'm saying? That's what makes the bubble championship so impressive and so hard. Because people be like, well, the, the road to the players for, for everybody was weaker, things like that. No, no, no. It's not even that. It's the fact of how good everybody was able to play. People like TJ Warren, people were calling him the next Michael Jordan because of what he was doing. We had the Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, 40 bombs, back to back to back to back matchup. You're hooping. This is where it's like, I'm about to just hoop. So that's what, in my opinion, made that bubble so impressive for everybody there. Because there's no way you could say that bubble championship that the Lakers won was not hard. It was still a tough road. We seen Jimmy Butler drop 40 points like it was nothing with the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's probably going to be 350 for the, for the carburetor. He had that cut. You know, goofy. The, 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 the beard was everywhere. He had the hair. Come on, man. So, I just had to mention that real quick. Like I said, I don't know where that came from. It's probably because I was thinking preseason and seasons, and I just had to say that. But I had to let that be known. Now, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you did enjoy the rest of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This edition of Monday, the Sports Cast. I do want to give a shout out once again to the people who have been listening to this podcast on a daily. Have me right there in your playlist please ladies and gentlemen go ahead and continue to share this subscribe rate and get it out there some more like i said i have new music out already on apple music spotify and everywhere else the song name is called talk under the name q2k lastly please 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 remember to stay focused on yourself smile stay positive Mental health is a big issue nowadays, ladies and gentlemen. And I promise you, we are back and ready to keep the podcast rolling. So, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your night or day. And remember to stay hydrated. And remember, too, as well, this is different.